Okay, so yesterday we were going into a whole discussion about um, the teaching of the Tzemach Tzedek when a Jew is 99 years old or when a Jew at Tzedek is 99 years old and decides to circumcise himself, he deserves that God should appear to him. And we were wondering about um, the way he phrased it. It sounds like that Aram made this decision himself to be circumcised at this age when really this wasn't his own decision, this was um, Hashem's decision. So why are we, why are we um, classifying this as something that Avram did in his own initiative? And so we started to explain that there are some things that Avram was told by Hashem to do and Hashem left it open for Avram to question and, and then there was a back and forth. And there are some things that Hashem to begin with, clarify things in a way that everyone wouldn't have questions. So here Hashem did something which, which it seems Avram um, would question. Hashem said, if you do this mitzvah of circumcision, you will then be complete. So Avram is not just a regular person. Avram's whole being, his whole life is about serving Hashem in the highest way he can. And he's overcome all kinds of challenges and, and he's, he's endured all kinds of persecution for his faith. And yet Hashem says to him, I need you to this, if you do this mitzvah of circumcision, you'll be complete. It means whatever he did till now wasn't complete. So Avram didn't question this. Avram didn't think, oh well, what am I till now? I'm chopped liver, I'm, 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 I'm so lousy till now. He, he didn't think that. Why didn't he think that? Because Avram ha- ha- realized he was missing something. So therefore, we're, we're, the Reb, the Tzemach Tzedek is classifying this as something that Avram is doing on his own because Avram, it resonated with Avram, this need to circumcise himself. It was as if it was his own decision because he knew he was missing something without this. I was listening this morning to a talk of the Rebbe about um, the Tzemach Tzedek. The Tzemach Tzedek would, every month, he would test all the children in the school on, um, on their learning, on the... Uh, the learning on the meaning of the words of davening and the Rebbe uses this as an example for us and says there are many people who feel like it's unbecoming for them to uh, teach Torah to children and it's unbecoming for them to uh, try to go reach out to children who are not in school and, and to encourage them to come to school and the Rebbe says the, the person might say you know I need to give tzedakah and I need to work, and the more I work, the more money I'll make, the more money, the more money I'll, I'll make, the more money I can give to the yeshiva. A person might say, I am a Torah scholar, and the, I, it's beneath my dignity to go and to, uh, to, 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 to engage with seven-year-olds and talk to seven-year-olds about their learning. But the Rebbe says, here we learn from the Tzemach Tzedek, there are greater Jews than you, the Rebbe says. And they, not just he did this once in a while, this was something he did every single month, it was set in his calendar, he would go, that the children in the school would go, and he would talk and test the children in the school. And the Rebbe continued and said, the same is also in regards to um, um, fasting. Um, the Rebbe goes into great detail, very interesting talk. He says, a person might say, you know, I'm, it's, I don't, it's beneath my dignity. I, um, it's true that there are, we need to have people to teach Torah to young people so that they'll grow older and then I'll have someone to show off to. <laughs> but, but that's not for me. Uh, I need to do other, higher, loftier things. I need to fast. So why are you fasting? Eat, the altar says in Tanya, if you fast, it could be, get punished doubly. 
Why? Because if you fast, you're not going to have to have strength to serve Hashem the way you're meant to. If it's an hate, eat with good health. And say bracha before and bracha afterwards and, 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 and eat. Don't, don't um, um, go in this holy parade where, where you have to fast. If you want to fast, eat a half hour later. You want to fast, fast in your speech. You want to fast because the real meaning of fasting is, is to subdue your ego and go out and to reach out to children and, and to encourage children to come and learn Torah and to teach Torah to children. And, um, um, and Nebuchadnezzar said, you think when you go to ask someone to help the yeshiva, you're like a poor man standing at the door. You feel like so humiliated by the experience. You feel so humiliated by teaching Torah to children. But look at look at Tzemach Tzedek. Tzemach Tzedek was so great, and yet he spent um, his time every day teaching Torah to children. So this is similar to uh, what we're learning over here about the Avram. You know, when Hashem told Avram, you'll do this, you'll be complete, but Avram didn't have a question. Avram was, he knew he wasn't complete. He knew he was missing something. Um, and that's why he deserved that Hashem should reveal himself to him. Because he, it wasn't only Hashem's, Hashem's instruction that caused his um, circumcision. It was really his own decision. He felt, I'm missing something. Yeah, of course I'm missing something. But l- let's continue on line, um, page 16, line 21. Um since the response of the Tzemach Tzedek was in the context of a question that was posed to him by his grandson, the Rebbe Rashab, it's understood that this teaching has special relevance to the Rebbe Rashab. The Rebbe Rashab was the one who was asking this question, why can't Hashem appear to me? And this is what motivated the Tzemach Tzedek to say this teaching that Avram deserved it. So this, this teaching of the um, Tzemach Tzedek has a special relevance to the Rebrasha. What relevances have to the Rebrasha? Let's see. The Yuvan Behektam Tesis Bir Ba'il the Vir of Avayel Gabi in the Mechsa Kanasa Beis. She Achilk Menayim who got Dumas Achilk Menayim Atak Vishavam Sveshas Vishavam Arachampin. Zau Inin Vimechsa. There are different ways to describe revelation, different words. So in the earlier part of the Fabrengan, which we didn't really learn, um, the Rebbe discusses the difference between the words Vayera and the word Mechse. Vayera is Hebrew for revelation, and Mechse is Aramaic for revelation. So, because it's the word Vayera is in the holy tongue, it means a, a holier, greater revelation, versus Mechze means a revelation which is not as clear, not as open, not as, not as, not as hard and fast, not as, not as uh, vivid. So the, um, in Kabbalah, the difference between Vayera and Mechze, the location of these two revelations are in Atik itself, Atik we know is the crown, the revelation of Galilee, which transcends all the spiritual cosmos. Within that itself, within the crown itself, there are different levels. There is Arich, Hashem's desire for creation, and then there is Atik, which is beyond creation. It's, it's Atik means removed; it's above creation. So, in Atik itself, there is the way Atik relates to Arich. The way Atik is connected to the desire for creation, the way it, it, it invests itself in Arich, the desire, and there is a way Atik is beyond creation completely. So Vayera is referring to the way Atik is 
it's called the three heads of Atik. The way, the way the three heads of Atik are organically, without them being vested and concealed by Arich. And then there is Ar, then there is Mechsa. Mechsa is the way the three, the Gimoration, the way the way the way Atik is um, vested within Arich. It's not as it's 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 a it's a, it's a contracted light, not as clear. Even though Arich is also Keser. Keser means it's a crown. Just like a crown is placed above your head, Arich, Shem's desire for creation, precedes creation. It's above creation. It's a desire for creation. So it's there. It's higher than creation. So although it's above creation, above spirit, the spiritual cosmos, it's a crown for it. But still, it's a, it's a desire for creation. And therefore, it is connected to creation. So it's a source for creation. The word ishtalshalos means a chain. So in the chain, there's the lower rungs, the higher rungs. Arich is part of that chain. It's above, it's the highest part of the chain, but it's still part of the chain because it's a desire for creation. Atik is above the whole chain. Arich is, is the, since it's a desire for creation, Therefore, it's connected to creation. So, though it's, it's it's the crown, it transcends the rest of creation, but it's still connected to it. It's a desire for creation. What is it about? It's about Hashem's desire for creation. Just uh, one one thought about this: the word desire in Hebrew is rotsin. Rotsin is the same letters as the word sinner, which means pipe. So, just like when we want something, we are channeled by our desire. We are drawn. Our soul is drawn to what we desire. Our the soul is um, um, contracted, it's, 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 it's engulfed, it's obsessed, it's, it's, it's into what we desire. We are changed. When we desire something, we're changed by what we, what we desire. We're now thinking about what we desire. We're not, as Baal Shanta says, you are where you want to be. So, so Baal Shanta is speaking about the virtue of this, that you are where you want to be, and you could bring yourself to very high places through your desire. But also, regarding Hashem, Hashem's desire for creation already means a contraction of Hashem's light Towards creation, so it's, it's, so that's arich. Arich is Hashem's light as it's contracted, as, as it's connected to creation. Atik is Hashem's light as it transcends creation. So this is a special relevance to the Rebbe This revelation of Atik, not Atik as it is within Ar- as Atik is dressed by Arich, but Atik as it is b- beyond creation completely has a relationship to the Rebbe Why? When the Rebbe Rashab was born, he was born in the 20th of Cheshvan, in the year Tafesh Chafalef. Tafesh Chafalef, which is um, five, uh, six, no, it's, um, it's 1961 has this there's two with the with Hashem's crown, so the Rebbe Tzemach said there's two connections to Chaf. One is that it's 
20, but which there is mentioned here, but 20 in Hebrew, the word 20 is Esrim. If you spell the word Esrim, you get the word Kesser. Kesser is 620. The word for 20 in Hebrew is numerical equivalent to six to 620. You follow that, Dr. Resman? I understand. So 620 is equal to the word 420 Esrim. So, the Rebbe has these two 20s in his birth, which means that he has, and also the word Chaf is the first letter of the word crown. So, there are many associations with um, crown in the Rebbe Hashab's birth. Chaf is the first letter of the word crown. He was born in the year of Kisra, which is also crown. So, there's two levels of the crown. The Rebbe Hashab is associated with both levels of the crown. First of all, Arich, the desire for creation. There is the way the emanations are in the crown. That's Arich. Arich is the way the, it's a source for the emanations. Hashem's desire for creation. Hashem's desire for the emanations. The way the things emanate for Hashem, from Hashem as they are in potential in Hashem's desire. Hashem desires creation. So at that moment of Hashem's desire for creation, there's already some beginning of creation. So that's one level. Then there is the emanator himself, the source for creation. So Atik is the level of the emanator. Not the way Hashem is the source for creation, the emanations. I think too many words over here. There is Arich and there is Atik. The two levels of Kesser are correspond to the two chafs of the Rebbe Shabbos birth, and therefore he's not only connected to the lower level of Kesser, but also the higher level of Kesser, the level of Atik. The Rebbe Shabb, his circumcision was on the second day of Hanukkah. Although he was born in the 20th of Cheshvan, because he had a jaundice, so his bris was delayed to the second day of Hanukkah. So this idea that the Rebbe Shabb is associated with the um, level of Kesser, and within the level of crown itself, the level of Atik, is related to his, birth, his, his circumcision. Why? What's unique about the second day of Hanukkah is that the miracle started to be revealed. On the first day of Hanukkah, there are many discussions about what exactly was, why should we celebrate the first day of Hanukkah? And there are many explanations about it, but after all the explanations are given, the fact you have to explain it means it's not so, it's not so vivid, not so, there's enough oil to last for one day, so why should you celebrate the first day of Hanukkah? That's the question that's asked. The second day of Hanukkah, it's already openly, open and clear that this is a, 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 um, a revelation of Galilee. And so there were Ashab, who was about the level of Atik, vivid revelation of Galilee, his circumcision is, is therefore on the, um, on the second day of Hanukkah. Uh, just as an aside, the, the first um, day of Hanukkah, the second day of Hanukkah, and the day before Hanukkah, are all connected to different levels of Galilee revelation. Um, the word, the, the Pasuk of Shema is equal to 25. The Pasuk has 20, sorry, 25 letters in the Pasuk of Shema. I think the 24 letters in Baruch Shem. And the 26th day of Kislev, so the 24th day of Kislev corresponds to the revelation of Baruch Shem. 25th day of Kislev corresponds to the revelation in the verse of Shema. And the 26th day of Kislev corresponds to Yudke Vavke, who uh, transcends both the Pasuk of Shema and the Pasuk of Baruch Shem. 
on the surface. The 24th day of Kislev is the day of the victory of the war. So it's a, it's, it's a miraculous thing. But it's still, it's still connected to nature. There's still weapons and there's still an army. It's not completely above nature. Then there is a more vivid miracle. They find a jar of oil out of nowhere. How'd that happen? That's like the Pasuk Shema. It's a great revelation. But the greatest revelation is on the second day of Hanukkah when you see the lights burning and going on another day. It's impossible for it to go on another day. That's a vivid revelation. That's, that's the associate the level of the revelation of Atik, a vivid revelation. Next page. This is also connected with the teachings of the even though it's impossible to differentiate between the teachings of our Rebbes, we, 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 you know, we Neanderthals can't possibly to, uh, classify, oh, this Rebbe was good at this, this Rebbe was more into that. It's not for us. Yet, the earlier Chassidim described the Rebbe Rashab as the Maimonides of Chassidim. Why Maimonides? He took all of the oral Torah and he put it all in a very clear halacha. This is this, this is that. Here's the laws of tzitzit. He takes from the whole entire Talmud. And he says, okay, there's a whole, there's, there's, the, the laws of tzitzit are spread throughout the whole Talmud. And the Ram takes the entire Talmud and, he, and, he, and, then, he, and then he puts three chapters of, of laws of tzitzit and explains in an orderly way everything you need to know about tzitzit and in and, and a very precise order. So that's what the Rambam did to the oral Torah. And in a very, systemic, uh, in a very systematic way, the Rebbe Rashab did the same thing with the, with the esoteric parts of Torah. What is it, Simsum? What is Erin Saf? And, and he explains in a very systematic way the entire spiritual cosmos and, and more. He took the whole inner dimension of Torah and explained it in, uh, like the Rambam does to, to the Gemara. Muzem Muvan. The Rabbim writes about his work, his magnum opus, the Yada Chazaka, that you could read the written Torah, says the Rambam, then you could read my book, and you'll know the whole entire oral Torah. You could look at the Rambam, and you will know the whole oral Torah, because the whole oral Torah is in the Rambam. All the halachas, all the laws are there. So too, regarding the Maimarim, the Rashab, Shesham Yeshem Kolim Magali, everything is there in an open, clear way. In a way that you can understand it with your mind, in a way that, that inspires you and, and influences you practically. Inspiring your davening. Not only your godly soul, but even your animal soul could also relate to the teachings of Rashab. The teachings of Rashab, they, they are understandable in a way that your animal soul could understand it. And because you understand it, you're able to also um, fulfill Hashem's purpose and creation and actually go out in the world and live differently because of what you understood. As it says in the Torah, King Solomon says, and all, says all your ways should be for the sake of heaven. On all your ways you should know Hashem. So the, this this desire of Hashem to have a home in the lowest realm is achieved through specifically teachings of the Ebra Hashab who gives us this insight of how we're supposed to live in a way that our animal soul can understand. And for sure we'll be successful doing this because this is the desire of our Rebbes and we will be able to, we will be able to accomplish
ufaratsta, to spread to the east and west, north and south, without any limitations. As the famous encounter that the Baal Shem had with Mashiach, he asked Mashiach, when are you going to come? And Mashiach responded, when your wellsprings will be spread to the outside. That it's specifically the wellsprings of Chassidus that empower us to do the, uh, the mission Hashem has for us in this world. Okay, so that's the end of this talk. Before we go on to the next talk, any, any questions or comments? This is the only, resol- rev- is the only resolution of the anti-Semitic problem that we have today. Why no else fails? Tread to the outside. Yeah, no question. I mean, who's going to win the war? Not the soldiers, it's the women, the mothers of the world. When they teach the children to go up, you know, not to be terrorists. Yep. Um, any, any question of Israel? Okay. Um, I didn't. I learned one. I didn't know the river of Shabbos first was pushed off. I yeah, there's actually a discussion there, but has about the years in the next years. Does the the day of the bris um, is it celebrated based on the actually was, or is it connected to the to the day that it should have been? Mm-hmm. Because the next year, you know, it's so there's it also significant the day that the bris happened is significant in the following years. It's the anniversary of the bris, so for especially for a tzaddik. Um, I just want to uh, add one more point that I ever said in the beginning of this Febrengen, um, that um, Shabbos Parsha Vayera happens every year, but the 20th of Cheshvan falling out on Shabbos Parsha Vayera is only in a year like this. So it's understood that um, there's a, the, the, all these teachings that we're learning about, that Shabbos and Parsha Vayera and Hashem revealing himself to Avram have a special relevance to, um, to us this year. Um, I will stop here. Chazaka Baruch.